Hey guys, Willie Mayette, creator of Jazz Edge. Welcome to episode 45 of the Confident Improviser podcast. Today, we are talking about part two of the new Tritone Substitution Mastery Jazz Piano Techniques mini course. All right, so uh, let's jump right in here with our sheet music, okay? And I'm gonna show you in a little bit how you can grab the sheet music. All right, so let's start first of all with our basic two, five, one progression, because we're gonna be talking more about these Tritone Substitutions in regard to our progressions. All right, so our basic two, five, one progression is a D minor seven, G seven, to a C major seven. Okay, if I put my roots down there, that is our basic two, five, one progression. If you need any help with that, take a look at episode four, uh, uh, sorry, episode 15 of the Confident Improviser podcast, right? There's also a couple of other episodes in there, which I did some two, five, one quizzes. So you could take a look at them. They're after episode 15, but go back to episode 15 and then uh, uh, you'll see the whole explanation of the tritone, of the uh, two, five, one progression rather. All right, so now let's talk about the tritone substitution. All right, so here we have, again, D minor seven, G seven, C major seven. That's my two, my five, my one, right? So I can play D minor seven, G seven, C major seven. But now what you see here is I can do either a G seven chord or a D flat seven chord. Let's just remind ourselves once more, well, why G or D flat? Well, remember, D flat is a tritone away from G. Okay, the root of the G dominant seventh chord is G. If we change the root of the G dominant seventh chord to its tritone, we now get a tritone substitution. All right, so rather than playing G, if we play D flat over there, that is now a tritone substitution. Hey Willie, here's a question for you. Can I still play that same G7 chord while playing a D flat underneath there? All right, so can I play the same G7 chord and not change the notes and still play a D flat underneath there? Yes, you can with a but, all right? And the but is that sometimes it works, sometimes the voicings don't sound great. So take a listen to it here. So, so here's D minor, G7, C. Here's D minor. D flat seven, C. Now, if I were to play my rootless chord voicings, which we've talked about before, and I play D flat seven underneath there, or D flat underneath there, you hear that that chord sounds much better, right? So yes, you could play the same G seven voicing while changing the root of the chord to its tritone, but you gotta just kinda pay attention to the voicing because sometimes it's gonna sound good and sometimes the way that the notes of the voicing are arranged are not gonna sound good. That's where you have to use your ear. All right, so right now, rather than uh, using the same notes of the chord, we're going to change the notes of the chord to just a basic D flat seven chord. So D minor seven, to D flat seven, to C major seven. Great sound, right? So I could go, Two five one like that, or or I could do a two sub five to one, right? And that's the way that we would analyze it. We would say that this is two, right? I could put my two in here. This would be sub five seven, okay? And then we usually put a dotted line or a dotted arrow going to the uh, C, to the root that we're moving to, right? Uh, if we if we had uh, G seven, that would be five seven. Okay, and that would be a solid arrow. Okay, notice that the analysis for the sub five has a dotted arrow. Analysis for the 
5.7 chord, the G7 has a solid arrow. If you don't get that, don't worry about it. It's really not all that important. But for you advanced players, it's just good to know. All right, so D minor 7, G7, C major 7. 2, 5, 1. 2, 5, 1. Or I could say, hey, look, I don't want to play the G7. I want to instead substitute the G7 with a chord that is a tritone away from G, all right, which is D flat 7, and then move to C. Another question you might have is, okay, now wait a minute. I know I can substitute the G7 with its tritone, okay? I also realize that within the G7 chord, I have the interval of a tritone, but that's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about here is substituting the root of the G chord with a note that is a tritone away, right? Which happens to be D flat. Okay. So I know I can do that. I know I may or may not be able to use the same notes of the G7 chord in the right hand. I know I'm going to have to probably use my ears and figure out if I like the sound of them or not. Okay. But here's the other question I have. When I substitute that G7 chord and I play the D flat, does it have to be a dominant chord? Well, what do you think? Okay. The answer is, Yes, it does, okay? Now, I, I don't like giving always hard, fast answers because you know what, with music, you can really do anything, right? I mean, if that's the sound you're looking for, I mean, you could, you know, I, mean, I, I could do that, right? And, and say, hey, that, that's my music. So if I wanna go D minor seven to like D flat minor seven to C major seven, fine. The thing though is, that's not a tritone substitution. Yes, I'm substituting the root with a tritone away, but a true tritone substitution is going to keep that same dominant quality. That means that when I do this tritone substitution, it's still going to be a dominant chord, right? Still gonna be a D minor seven, G seven to C, or a D minor seven, D flat seven to C. If I decide to do D minor seven, D flat major seven to C major seven. Okay, that's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm changing the root motion there and I still am using a note that's a tritone away, but it is not a true tritone substitution. Okay, so a tritone substitution is still going to remain a dominant chord. All right, so let's move on. Now let's take a look at some examples. All of these examples that I'm gonna be using are all from my Standards by the Dozen course, which are found at Jazz Edge. So if you wanna learn any of these songs that we are talking about, you wanna get all of that music and step-by-step -step and understand all these chords and understand these standards, then check out uh, jazzedge.com and Standards by the Dozen. All right, uh, while I'm pausing here, let me also just remind you how you can grab the sheet music for this lesson. All right, to get the sheet music, just go back to jazzedge.com slash tritone or Take a look at the card that just popped up in the YouTube video. Click on that card. That will take you back to the site where you can download all the music. The music is free of charge. There's, there's no charge for it, okay? Uh, so uh, I would definitely suggest going back and grabbing that music. All right, so here's Misty. Very simple shells in the left hand. So all I'm playing in the left hand is a root three shell, and I'm playing a root seven shell, root seven shell, root seven shell, okay? We talk about shells in other podcast episodes, and if you want uh, more information on shells, definitely take a look at my jazz piano daily lessons. All right, so anyway. Now, when we are doing a tritone substitution, 
what are we looking to substitute? Remember, can we substitute a major chord with a tritone away? No. Can we substitute a minor chord with a tritone away? No. Can we substitute a dominant chord with a tritone away? Yes, all right? So the first thing we wanna do is take a look at this little section of music and find the dominant chords. Any dominant chords? But, but, oh, here we go, E flat seven, okay? So we know that that E flat seven, at least in theory, okay? at least in theory, has the possibility of being able to be um, uh, uh, substituted with a dominant chord that is a tritone away from the root E flat. So that's a tritone away, that would be an A, right? So in theory, we know that we could replace that E flat seven chord with an A seven chord. Willie, why do you keep saying in theory, right? Especially so weird like that, <laughs> in theory, right? Because, it all has to do with the melody, right? Uh, when you're dealing with substituting chords, you always have to think about the melody, right? You always have to pay attention to the melody, and you always have to like figure out like, okay, is this chord gonna be too tense with the melody? And then if it is, that doesn't mean that you can't do a tritone substitution during the solo section. So that's another option that you have, okay? It's a little bit more advanced. That would mean that you have one set of changes for the head and another set of changes for the solo section. It's actually not uncommon, and then players do it all of the time, so it's something for you to consider. Anyway, though, let's kind of move on here, and let's take a look now, all right? So now we have a tritone substitution application using Misty. Let me play it for you, and you tell me what you think. Do it again. I'll play the original. And here is the tritone. Now, what you notice here is I've already written this out for you, okay? And I've shown you that these notes here are the sharp nine, flat nine, flat seven, and sharp 11. So that means that the melody notes here, they are functioning this way on an A7 chord. That's the sharp nine, that's the flat nine, that's the flat seven, that's the sharp 11. Now, immediately, right away, sharp nine, flat nine, sharp 11, you could see that each one of those melody notes are really hitting a lot of tension, right? Sharp nine, flat nine, sharp 11. There's a lot of tension there with those, uh, with those notes. So now you have to ask yourself that question of like, okay, do I, you know, do I like the sound of that tension? And you might also ask the question of like, this is the beginning of the song. Is it kind of too soon to be adding in that tension there? Okay. Now, if we take a look at how it works with the E flat seven chord, that's the 13th, fifth, third root, right? So you can see that those notes really don't have a lot of tension on that E flat seven chord. Okay, they all sound, they all sound quite nice on that E flat seven chord. Right? So when I change the root to A and I change the chord to an A seven chord, it's quite a bit of tension there. Now you might have this question. Okay, so wait a second. I, I, I get the fact that A7, I, that I, I understand that I could replace my E flat seven chord with an A7 chord, right? So typically this was E flat seven right here, and I know I can replace that with that A7 chord. 
but I also realized that as soon as I play the melody with it, eh, it creates a lot of tension there, so maybe I don't like all of that tension. So the question that I have is, well, what if I play both chords? Could I play E flat 7 and then A7? Well, sure, why not? In fact, what if I put it right here on beat 4? Okay, so what if I did E flat 7 on beat 3 and then A7 on beat 4? I would get this. Uh-huh, that's kind of interesting now, isn't it? Nice, right? So, E flat 7, notice I'm filling it out with the 7th and the 3rd, and then the A7. That chord, that sounds nice. Root 3, 7 in the left hand. That's the 9, sharp 11, and the 7th. And then to my A flat. Okay. So. In fact, that even sounds better. Doing that on the A7, then resolving to the sharp 11. So we have. So there's many different possibilities that I have here and many different ways in which I could play around with this. But the, the most simplest, E flat, B flat, E flat 7, and then go to the A7, then bring in the sharp 11, and then go down to A flat. Now what's nice about doing something like this is now I have three chords in this measure. It just kind of moves that measure along a little bit more, right? So the original, don't forget, is this. Okay, nothing wrong with that. That's fine, okay? The uh, alteration here is B flat, A. Eh, I don't really like that too much because the A7 is just too much tension. But now what about this third option of pushing the A7 to beat four? Uh-huh, right? That really starts to sound nice. So these tritone substitutions provide you with a lot of great options for reharmonizing your songs and then also adding new harmony to your tunes, right? A lot of times we think of reharmonization, and reharmonization is changing the harmony that's already there. But these tritone substitutions, you could also add new harmony into the progression, which adds more chords into the uh, you know, measures, which obviously you know, takes more practice, but it also creates more motion in your arrangement. All right, let's take a look at another Misty example here. Okay? This is good. You'll, you'll like this one. from measure six, uh, and then you'll be uh, moving right back to the beginning of the tune, right? So once you get to this spot right here, it goes back to the top of the song, okay? Um, so first of all, we take a look. Let's find our dominant chords. All right, so we got B flat seven, we got C seven, we got B flat seven. And the first thing that we could do is we can go ahead and we can just start to replace those chords with their tritone substitution. Now, before I uh, show them to you, if you want, pause the video or pause the um, uh, podcast uh, audio right now and try and figure it out on your own. First of all, B flat. What is a tritone away from B flat? All right, get that. C. 
What is a tritone away from C? Okay, those are the two chords, just that, B flat and C. So what's a tritone away from B flat, and what's a tritone away from C? Okay, so now let me answer the question. Tritone away from B flat is going to be E, right? And then a tritone away from C is going to be G flat. So now let me play this example, and I want you to listen, and I want you to really just use your ears. Don't worry about the theory, just listen. You tell me if you like the sound of it. Take a listen again. And then here on this E7 here, I can actually add in that, uh, that uh, uh, G sharp in there, okay? That's what, what I played. All right, so now when you play this, let's just, uh, let me just play this chords. Forget the melody. F minor seven to E7, then coming up to G minor seven, okay? Now let's talk about the dominant chord and dominant motion. I've done a podcast episode on it. Uh, so you could, you know, uh, go back and take a listen to the podcast episode on dominant motion. Really important to understand dominant motion. But basically dominant motion, again, it's that cycle four motion, right? So if I go back to my uh, circle of fifths here, right, my dominant motion is, uh, well, here, let, let's, let's take um, uh, 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 B flat seven, right? So B flat seven wants to resolve to E flat. F wants to resolve to B flat. C wants to resolve to F, right? So that's my dominant motion. Okay, so where does E7 want to resolve? Again, E wants to resolve where? Oh, whoops, sorry. So E, right here, down in this quadrant, wants to resolve where? It wants to resolve to A. Okay? But now, if I'm going from E to G, right? Uh, does that work? Right, so take a listen. F minor seven. E7 to G minor, right? So it's, you can get it to work, but it's not a super strong resolution, okay? It's not like I was going from E7 to A minor 7, or some kind of A. If I was going E to A, then yes, it would work. So I say, a lot of times, this kind of stuff, no, it really doesn't uh, work all that well. Okay? Instead, I'd rather go to the B flat seven. Now you say like, well, why the B flat seven versus going to E, right? It's kind of the same thing, There's B flat, then going to G versus E going to G. All right, well, this is why. Because the B flat seven still is working within the key of E flat, which Misty is written in, right? That's the five chord in the key of E flat. And then G minor would be my three. This would be sub five of two, two, sub five of one, right? This all can kind of work in here. Right? But when I go B flat 7 to G minor 7, it's going to sound like a stronger, more natural resolution than when I go E7 to G minor 7. Okay? A lot of times what you want those tritone substitution chords to do, at least at the beginning, while you're still learning, while you're starting, still trying to figure this out, you want them to either resolve down a half step or you want them to resolve up a fourth. Okay? So if I was going E to A, Fine, that tritone substitution would sound great. Or if I was going E down to E flat next, fine, that tritone substitution would, would work well. Okay, now wait a second. Willie, you just said if I went E down to E flat, that tritone substitution would work well. Well, could I do that right here? Rather than going to G, could I play E flat major instead? 
Well, let's try it. Aha, uh -huh, you can, right? So that gets into a little bit more advanced theory that I'm, gonna, that I'm not going to dive into right now because I don't want to overly confuse you. But all of these chords can be changed, right? You can harmonize and change the harmony around. I'll tell you what this, this trick is that's going on here is that one chord can also replace a three minor chord or a six minor chord. Okay, so it's just kind of like those little tricks that you end up learning. All right, so anyway, I would say that the E7 going to G minor, no. Uh, I, I would say no to that. Instead, I would say keep the B flat 7 in there uh, as it was. All right, now what about this? The G minor, the G flat 7. Notice I'm also bringing in that third again right here. That's what I'm doing there, and that's what I'm doing here. Okay, I kept the A flat. It could also be a G sharp as well. That would be more enharmonically correct. So G minor, G flat, F. Okay, so all of this, yes, this all works in here. Okay, that's all fine. Now, I could also flesh those chords out a little bit more. The E, nah, I don't like it. All right, so I can like kind of make those bigger chords, and all of that stuff is explained in that standards by the dozen lessons. So if you really want those bigger chords, the two handed voicings, and all of that, just go back to Jazz Edge and take a look at that standards by the dozen uh, course, and you get all of that. All right, so. That's uh, the example for Misty. And then now I have one other tritone substitution quiz for you. All right? So uh, I'll go through each of them, and then you get to decide uh, what tritone substitutions you're going to put in. So again, here I have D minor 7, G7, C major 7. All right? So the G7 would be the chord that you would substitute, right? Okay? So what would you substitute that with? That is for you to figure out. Don't worry, I have all the answers on this other sheet over here, but I don't want to give them to you just yet, all right? Uh, instead, if you want to download that sheet music, uh, let me show you that as well. Just remember, go right back to jazzedge.com slash tritone, or check out that card that just popped up in uh, the top right of the YouTube video, and you can grab all the sheet music there as well. All right, so... Uh, back to this. Um, move this over. All right. So, next chord uh, or next line here, line two, F minor seven, B flat seven, E flat. So we would we would uh, uh, substitute the B flat, right? Now I'm not going to tell you uh, for the rest of them which ones we're going to substitute. Just remember, all the dominant chords you're going to substitute. Okay. So that that should be enough for you. I don't want to uh, hold your hand too much with this stuff. Okay. Uh, all right. Next one here. G minor 7, C7, F minor 7, B flat 7 to E flat minor. Now, let me just help you along with this one right here. You might have a question of like, okay, so this is going B flat 7 to E flat minor. Can I still do a tritone substitution there when I am not going to a major chord? Yes. The target chord can be really any chord. Typically, it's going to be a major, a minor, or a dominant, right? And it might be a minor 7 flat 5, something like that. If it's like a diminished chord, eh, that starts to get into some, you know, kind of special use, and the tritone substitution may or may not work well. But if you're moving, if your target chord, the chord that you're ending on with your tritone substitution, if that's a major, minor, or a dominant chord, 
you're absolutely fine. You can resolve to any of those three types of quality chord, no problem, all right? Of course, everything is dependent on, on the melody. What about this next one? D minor, G7, E minor, A7 to E flat, all right? So think about that one. And remember what I was saying, that the tritone substitution for now, right, for now, okay, um, you're thinking resolving down a half step or resolving up a perfect fourth. Okay, so resolving up a fourth or resolving down a half step, okay? If it's not doing that kind of resolution, then I'm gonna tell you that the tritone substitution may or may not work, and it's probably gonna skew more toward not working, okay? Uh, so just bear that in mind. All right, next one. B flat minor, G7, C minor, F7 to E major, okay? And then finally, number six, C minor seven, F7, D minor 7, G7, C minor 7, F7, B flat major, right? Now, in the next episode, I am going to go through all of the answers, okay? Now, I am also going to show you right now the answers to the um, Tritone quiz from last week's episode. All right, so if you remember... This was the Tritone mini quiz from last week, okay? Um, if you have not gone through that yet, take a look at episode 44, take a look at that video, or if you wanna pause the video right now and just kinda of take a look at these, and I'm gonna show you in three, two, one. All right, here is the answers for uh, last uh, week's episode. Oh, that says 43 down there, it's uh, actually 44, yep. All right, so I need to just fix this down at the bottom here. I'll do that before I upload it. All right, so first one, uh, E and B flat, that's a tritone. Uh, B and F, that is a tritone. A flat and E flat, that is a perfect fifth. E and A, that is a perfect fourth. F flat and B flat, I told you that was a kind of a trick, right? Because that is the same thing as this first one right here, okay? Which is really E and B flat, and that is a tritone. A flat and C, it's a major third. D and A, that is a perfect fifth. C sharp and G, that is a tritone. C and F, that is a perfect fourth. A and E flat, that is a tritone. Uh, G flat and B sharp, right? That's a little tricky there as well for that enharmonic. That is a tritone. And then finally, G and D, that is a perfect fifth. All right, let's move on to the other one. Uh, so, we had F7, okay, the tritone underneath that would be B7, and we had D7, the tritone underneath that would be A flat 7, okay. Now, notice on here, I still kept the F sharp and the C, and harmonically, we would typically write it like that, but I'm just keeping the same chord, just so you can kind of see it was the same notes from the previous chord. All right, G7, tritone away. D flat seven, okay, last line, B flat, tritone away, E seven, E flat seven, tritone away is A seven, and then here, the A flat seven, okay, I uh, did this in harmonic here and did the G flat, but on this one, I kept it as the F sharp because it just kind of helps you to see that it's a D seven, okay? All right, so, that is it for today's podcast episode. I want to remind you as well 
to check out uh, all of the other podcast episodes on my YouTube channel. And if you like these jazz piano lessons, check out Jazz Piano Daily. It is absolutely free. There are uh, uh, free piano lessons, free jazz uh, piano lessons every single day. Just go back to jazzpianodaily.com, right? And you can get all of the information there. And then finally, if you like what I'm doing here, please do me a favor, subscribe to the channel, like the video, and most of all, turn on notifications so that you know when I come out with a new lesson. I put a bunch of content onto YouTube uh, and it is a great way of really being able to really learn piano, not just jazz piano, but all different styles. All right, so anyway, I'm Willie Mayette, creator of Jazz Edge. Thanks so much for watching and hanging with me today, and I'll see you guys in the next podcast episode.